Andrew Bobros here. Hey, I want to talk about Justin Herbert and Kellen Moore and some of the awesome things that are coming out of camp already around uh, what's going on as far as working with Quinton. And uh, guys, I'm going to make another bold prediction, right? You know, I, I already made a bold prediction around uh, JC Jackson being the comeback player of the year. I do think Justin Herbert has an opportunity to be, guess what? MVP of the NFL in 2023. Let's get into it. All right, folks, as always, like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content. Uh, it does help the channel out a lot. Again, we do cover the Chargers and really all things NFL, and so it's always a good time. But so why am I so high on uh, this tandem uh, right here? Okay, I'm a big believer in Kellen Moore in general. Obviously, the Chargers are, and Brandon Staley were as well, too, because if you remember, we interviewed a number of different people as the offensive coordinator position, and no one was picked. And I remember thinking, like, okay, well, what's going to happen here? Kellen Moore gets scooped up immediately after he was let go by the Cowboys, right? Again, he was the fall guy. You and I both know that. He's a fantastic offensive coordinator. But Mike McCarthy made a very specific decision on him to, to let him go. And, you know, no fault of, of him or at, or anybody at this at this moment. But at the end of the day, it is what it is, right? So bottom line. Kellen Moore's our guy. Now, why do I like Kellen Moore so much? Well, Kellen Moore is, is an offensive genius, right? He's an ex-quarterback himself. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to move the rock around. And it makes things simple for Justin Herbert. I'm going to go into that. There's a really nice athletic video um, uh, uh, from The Athletic that uh, Daniel Popper did that really goes into this quite often. So I'll, I want to talk a little bit about that as well, too. Um, yeah, there's also another um, interesting little video that I want to, I want to show to show. Um, and we're finally seeing some uh, actual reps with our boy Q. And I'll tell you, man, he looks good. You know, we can sit back all day and say, okay, well, you know, we'll see how this plays out. But I'll tell you, you know, Q's looking solid, man. I mean, I'm really excited to see what he's doing here. And, you know, these videos are great. You can see what he's doing. I mean, on all over the, the Chargers, uh, you know, media page here. But, I mean, this is a great example. Let's see. I'll just show you. Hit play. And uh, you can see what he's doing. You know, I like how Q is actually attacking the ball. Uh, make it happen. Right? Now, again, I've always said this. Justin Herbert needs people that he can build a dynasty around. You know, Allen and Wayne will get home, folks, right? And at the end of the day, Q and I think Davis uh, are going to be nice people for a long time, right? And, you know, no more than that. Or, yeah, you know, he doesn't want to get there. Solid man. I mean, bottom line, I'm excited. Again, you guys remember, I wasn't a huge fan of Quentin when we drafted him. I actually wanted Zay Flowers, largely because I wanted someone to break the zone and just move forward, just go vertical. The nice thing about Quentin, he's big, plus he has better yards after the catch. I think he's still a little bit raw, right? You know, we've talked quite a bit about that, right? He has not been a wide receiver for a very long time, but the good thing is, is I definitely think this tandem right here, guys, could be Rivers to Gates, you know, uh, Rivers to LT, you know. I mean, this could be the tandem that just lasts a long time. And, man, I'm, I'm impressed with him. Go back and watch his video, his interview. He's a humble guy. You know, he, he started talking about his money. I think he, he he basically told his mom to retire. So uh, I think she gave us two weeks' notice like a couple weeks ago, and uh, she's going to be done, and she's going to be retired, and this man just made it happen. So, you know, I, I've i been very impressed. And, and guys, look. You know, in Brandon Staley, we trust. I know people like to criticize Brandon Staley, but at the end of the day, he's done a great job. One of the things I would also say, too, Justin Herbert, I love what Brandon Staley said. 
He's a low maintenance superstar. And I'll tell you, man, it's the truth. He's not one of those guys that's going to sit around and start, you know, bragging about how good he is. He's just, he's just a quiet dude that just wants to go out and be the best for his team. I mean, every time he talks about this team, he doesn't talk about it, uh, you know, in a, in a pretentious way or in a way that, uh, you know, some of these other quarterbacks in the league would be talking around. So, so let's talk about this for a second. How is Kellen Moore going to unleash Justin Herbert? Why do I think he could be the MVP of the, the NFL next season, right? I mean, bottom line, I really do believe he can. You know, look, Kellen Moore understands offense and defense. And if you've seen the Brett Coleman videos, there's one on running and there's one on passing, right? Wide 11 personnel. They ran 63% of the time at 11 personnel, which is three wide receivers, tight end, and a running back. Kellen Moore also ran a lot of two running back sets, which I like, especially with the running back room that we have right now, Austin Eckler. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more of Xander Horvath as well uh, this next season. I actually think we're going to probably line up Xander Horvath more as a tight end to some degree as well, too. I, I mean, again, you got to remember Xander Horvath was actually a linebacker converted and then uh, you know became a fullback, right? So uh, it'll be interesting to see what Kellen Moore does with him. Now, they are building a very specific playbook, right? Uh, if you recall, when I interviewed Josh Palmer, Josh Palmer was very clear. Uh why are we going to give you the Cowboys playbook? Well, the Cowboys playbook doesn't matter because Kellen Moore is going to be building a specific playbook for the Chargers and specifically for Justin Herbert. So we may not see as much 11 personnel as you saw, you know, with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, but we're going to see some sort of version. Ultimately, what he's going to come up with is an offense that he believes works best with the personnel that we have here, which is amazing. But again, guys, Herbert has got Jalen Guyton back. Okay. A lot of people were like, okay, whatever, no big deal. Guys, Jalen Guyton is very good. He's done a great job and you know, for the Chargers, and he's a very inexpensive pickup. Obviously, his injuries last season were just absolutely horrible, killed us. Pray to God, all of us, please, can we stay healthy? And we still do not have an athletic director for the Chargers. We'll do a video as soon as we find that out. But bottom line, can we stay healthy, right? We got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Now we got Q. Now we got Darius Davis. I guess they call him DD TCU, but I, I like lightning bug. It sounds great. I just think it's awesome. So, you know, that's my nickname for him. Lightning bug sounds fun. So anyways, but, but look, I just really truly believe that Herbert right here with Kellen Moore, this pair, this duo right here, I think, I think you might be looking at the MVP for the, uh, for the NFL next season, folks right here, Justin Herbert. Look, we all know his talent. Okay. We all know his talent. So let's get into an article um, that goes, breaks it down. Uh, fairly good, right? So this is actually an article in The Athletic. Uh, I was very impressed with this article. It's it's a pretty long read, and I'm just going to kind of highlight, you know, a little bit of, you know, what really needs to be discussed on this. And again, Daniel Popper did it. You all know Popper. You know, um, you know, it's, look, I think Daniel Popper's, a, he's, he's, he's got a lot of inside track, which I think is great, right? So again, we all know what happened in the, blew a 27-point lead, right? And I have loved, that every single player has talked about that. Okay. Spass and Joseph Day, Derwin James. Uh, Herbert hasn't talked about it a whole lot, I've noticed, but Brandon Staley, um, he's talked about it a ton. I think, I think the last press conference, actually, right after the draft, he's like, Yeah, that was 138 days away. So he's counting them down. He understands there's a problem if you're a competitor in the NFL and you don't care about losing a 27 point lead. And I even love that our, our uh, social media team with our, our um, schedule release, they started off poking fun that we lost a 27-point lead at the very beginning of the video. Yeah, we're poking on other people, but you know what? We can, we, we can take it as well, too. Look, um, I'm a big believer that 
that's going to motivate us uh, moving forward. And, and again, I, I really believe with, with um, coach Moore, we're going to say, you know, we're going to really, you know, have a lot happen. So I want to talk a little bit about this specifically. Um, we need to play better. Uh, Moore is that guy. More of a marriage between the run and the pass. He's that guy. Creating more explosion plays on early downs. He's that guy. My biggest problem with Joe Lombardi always was that he was very predictable on his runs, very predictable on his pass plays, uh, mostly just moving the chain, right? So he was never trying to get vertical. Now, again, you have to remember, too, we didn't have a lot of speed, right? We lost Guyton. You know, when, when we had Allen and Williams out there, they're not exactly the fastest guys out there, right? Now we have Q, we have uh, Guyton, and we have Lightning Bug. I'll tell you, it's going to be sick. Like, we're going to have plenty to go, you know. We are going to be extremely inventive on the, the run in the pass, and I'm excited to see how it plays out. So I think I think we might even be using some players a little bit more interesting as well, too. So I don't really want to talk too much about this, but what they did, uh, you know, they did a lot of design rushes. I, I don't want to go too deep into it, but let me let me talk a little bit about the running game uh, under Moore just to give you an idea of how he improved that offense. Now, again, one of the things that always frustrated me about the Cowboys specifically was Mike McCarthy was like, you know, Moore always said, hey, I want to light the scoreboard. But Mike McCarthy said, no, I want my defense to be rested. What does that matter, right? It kind of matters in the NFC because the NFC, I think, plays a different form of football, right? It's a little more Marty ball. Let's run the ball. Let's, let's you know, let's get our defense a breather, be ready in the fourth quarter, yada, yada. We got to contend with Patrick Mahomes, okay? The Bills, right? You know, and, and you, you look at the AFC in general, right? And, and we have a ton of of amazing quarterback, all the best quarterbacks are in the AFC and not every team gets to make the playoffs. So we have to play a different brand of football. Now, the good thing is Kellen Moore wants to light up the scoreboard. Now he's got a guy, Justin Herbert, way better than Dak Prescott. Anyone bottom line, we all know that J Herbert's at least a top five quarterback. I mean, think, think about this for a second. Herbert had fractured crap, uh, rib cartilage week two, week two folks. And then week 16, Guess what? His non-throwing shoulder, he had a torn labrum and he had surgery after the season. So look, that dude's a tough kid, man. It, you know, he he knows how to stay out there. And, you know, uh, look, I'm just a huge fan of what they did. Now, so let's go into more. Let's talk a little bit about why I think he's going to be the right guy. And let's talk a little bit more about the Cowboys, what he did. Now, again, I don't know that this is what he's going to do with the Chargers, but at the end of the day, I'll keep you guys posted. Again, you heard it here first. Um, Justin Herbert, MVP. So 2020, uh, play action, by the way, uh, Cowboys, uh, 30th in the league, 2021, 22nd in the league, 2022, 13th in the league. Um, again, largely because they were able to run the ball very well in first downs, it made defenses have to bite a little more. So they did really well. Um, again, the Chargers actually are pretty good as far as, you know, doing a lot of play action. But again, the problem with their play action we had, nobody respected the run, so they didn't care. They're like, okay, they're not going to run the ball because they suck. And that's the truth, right? We were not good at running the ball. We just did not do a good job. And when you start talking about fine-tuning the marriage of the run and pass, we just – it was predictable. Guys, it was so predictable, right? And so, you know, uh, uh, you know, they did a very good job of, you know, play action, right? So, it's, again, they're moving up. They're doing better. I do think we're going to see a lot more play action this, this upcoming season. But, again – the Cowboys did a really good job of doing a lot of zone runs, counter sweeps, and duos. And I, I do think we're going to see a lot of that. I think the team that is built that the Chargers have now, we're going to do a lot more sweeps. Like I can see DD or AKA Lightning Bug doing some sweeps, some some man in motion. I actually can see us doing a little bit more of a vertical vertical passing game, much like um, the Dolphins do, right? With 
um, Waddle and and uh, Tyreek Hill, right, where they're both just streaking right down the middle, trying to break into the zone, sort of split one of the safeties. Because bottom line, what they do is they just they just pick one safety, they go to the right and say, okay, fine, who are you going to cover, right? You just go past that safety and you're going to be fine. So, but uh, again, a lot of vertical threats. And again, that's where Lombardi was very bad. He never created vertical threats. But the running game, again, inside zone, middle zone, a lot of counters, you know, GT sweeps, right? These are all things um, that I do think are you're going to see a whole lot of. A lot was ran out of shotgun, which was pretty interesting as well, too. And again, I think it's good for us in, in this regard as well. I don't really want to hit play here, but you should definitely read this article in, in deeper, wider details because now the Cowboys are very different than the Chargers, right? The Cowboys have always spent money on their offensive line. Arguably, they have one of the best offensive lines in the league. Chargers have a very good offensive line, but we're not the best offensive line. So let's just make that very clear. But the good news is I think we're good enough to do what we need to do. Uh, again, in this clip, they're running the 11 personnel, which is interesting, and they're running the ball, which they actually ran only about 33% of the time out of 11 personnel. But again, you have to keep them honest, right? Because these guys right here on the defensive side are trying to do a pre-snap read. Okay, where do we go? What do I need to do? Okay, well, they're 11 personnel, 60-some percent of the time. That's actually passing. Well, what are they going to do? And again, you don't want to tip off what you're going to do because if you tip off, these guys in the NFL are going to know exactly what they're doing. Then they're just going to be done deal, right? It's it's you're you're not going to be able to stop them. Um, so, but again, I do think that we're going to see more of a marriage between run and pass. I actually still think uh, we're probably going to be around 60% pass and about 40% run. And I think that's what Telesco wants. It's everything I've heard Brandon Saley talk about as well, too. Now, but we'll see. You got a stud like Justin Herbert. Why not? But we are going to be doing a lot of play action, and the play action is going to be a lot better. I really do believe um, that we're going to be, you know, let me put it this way. Our running game is going to be much better than it was last season, okay? Much better. But, again, when you got a guy like Justin Herbert, right, you kind of want to use that guy. You want to get him – you want to get people vertical and and really just gash people. Now, again, running the pass, I think we're going to be better at run, a lot of inside zone, a lot of jet sweeps. And, uh, you know, a lot of man in motion. And again, the reason why you do man in motion is because you want to find out whether or not they're in zone or they're man, right? Does this guy follow him? Most of the people in the NFL right now run quarters, right? Which means you have two high safety and then you have your corners. So, you know, it's, it's, it's quarters coverage is, is very common. It's ultimately what Brandon said runs for the most part. You know, we have two high safety, two shell, whatever you want to call it. But bottom line, there's a lot going on here. I don't want to go too deep into it, but again, I think this is where, uh, Kellen Moore will definitely help. Well, one of the other things he'll do too is is very um, early down explosive. I think the Chargers were actually the worst in the league, if I remember correctly, with um, explosive rates last season because we just we did we played a brand of you know keep away essentially, right? Let's just keep the ball and not give it to the the offense, right? But that doesn't work, right? It, the problem was is and this says it perfectly. You had to make Justin Herbert be a Superman on third down all last season. He had to make the the perfect play. Um, again, Cowboys ranked 24th in explosive plays and first and second down just below the charge. However, the charge passed the ball more frequently on early downs for the first 20 minutes of the game. Now I do think we'll probably be more 50, 50 and run and pass on, on first and second downs. I really do think, and this is pretty good right here. 25th rank, uh, a 45.9% pass rate charters rank fifth and 59th percent, uh, 59.9 or 60% at that point on running on first down. My point is we have to be better at not being predictable, right? And I think that's part of my frustration with Lombardi. The nice thing about Moore is Moore is more of a balanced type of run and pass on first down. I mean, he's probably going to come out 11 personnel and they'll run and pass half the time. 
And, you know, I think either way, they're going to they're gonna make the defense not know what's going to happen. But again, why do I think Kellen Moore is really the guy for us offensively? We all know the arm that, that Justin Herbert has. But all these plays, if you look at all the plays that Kellen Moore ran, he always had a deep threat every single play, right? You know, he might have one guy maybe slant this way, just just do a real quick mesh across, or just just you know that's the that's the check down guy. But everything is vertical, 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 vertical. And the thing that I like about it again, we talk about fourth and Staley. Fourth and Staley works better with Moore's offense because bottom line, he wants to go for it. Why give the ball back to them when we can score, right? So the attitude is, we have three shots to get first down. And then maybe a fourth. And every single play is going to be to the sticks, no matter what. You are going to get to get first down or get further. And, and I like that, right? That that's aggressive football, right? That's playing to win, not playing to not lose, right? Which I think that's exactly what Lombardi did and and technically our offense all last season, right? We just did a very bad job of being aggressive. But the thing that's nice about it too, um, Kellen Moore, if you watch Brett Coleman's video on this specifically, again, he breaks it down so well, he makes it very simple for the quarterback to make the right decision. Now, don't get me wrong. Lombardi did the same thing. The difference was Lombardi was more short distance plays, keeping the ball close and high percentage throws. Problem with that is in the NFL, you need explosive plays, right? You look at it, any statistic you look at, every team that has more explosive plays always does better, right? And, it, and that's what we just did not do well last season. We were just very horrible at explosive plays. So it's one of those things where we think about, again, I, you can watch all these. Please watch these videos. They're really great. They do a great job of explaining what we do. Um, one of the other things, too, is um, they did do a lot of no huddle. And I actually think this next season we'll probably do a lot of no huddle as well, too. Um, they were, uh, let's see, this is actually a pretty good point, right? Last season, Cowboys were 11th uh, no huddle plays, right? I do think, and the, you know, the Chargers were 21st in that category. I think they're probably going to do a lot more no huddle as well too, because I really do believe that that's going to make that's going to make more sense moving forward. Um, again, now the other argument that a lot of Cowboy fans, and by the way, I've had a lot of conversations with people about they were, they were fine that more left. Um, these are the some of the plays. This this is Lombardi 101 right here, right? You know there are certain plays designed to just catch the ball and fall on the ground, and that's what this is. But we ran this probably 50 percent of the time at the Chargers last season. Curls flat routes, just nothing interesting, right? You're just spreading the ball around and you're just kind of playing keep away, right? So a lot of people were, were kind of criticizing more for that, right? You know, it was more of a non-aggressive way of doing, but you got to remember also the Cowboys didn't have wide receivers like the Chargers have. You know, we have Q, we have Darius, AKA lightning bug. We got, you know, Allen Williams, Guyton. Let's not forget Josh Palmer, folks. We got a great room. And my point is, there's a lot to be discussed around this type of concept. Now, again, this is more obviously, you know, describing, you know, this play, what you want to see, what you're looking at, what you're identifying moving forward. But again, you know, th this is, again, one of the biggest criticisms. I remember a lot of people talking to me about that, the classic stick stick routes, hitches, curls. The thing about that is, and, and I'll just say this, and this is why I think we, we tailored an offense last season around Lombardi with, with Justin Herbert. Those are high percentage throws. I get the concept that they're high percentage throws. The problem is they're not explosive. And what if the ball hits him, goes up in the air, gets picked off, okay? Dropped, hit the guy, falls on the ground, no yards after the catch. We, we were almost dead last in the league with yard yardage after catch last season. So make no mistake, the reason why we got Q is he's led the uh, NCAA last season in yards after catch. So 
anyways, it's a big part. Now, in Moore's tenure with the Cowboys, he ranked 28th in percentage of receiving yards um, uh, that came after the catch. Okay. So, again, that was his biggest problem because a lot of stick routes, a lot of these different things. Now, again, you can't always just go vertical. You can't. In the NFL, you can't go vertical because you know what? There's defensive plays. You have to mix it up. But my point is, you know, you go on this one when you're, when you're like, it's like second and five. Okay, that's a great pass play. You're easily going to get it, and then this guy can do an option route, move forward. But my point is, it's it's you need to be not predictable. Again, Joe Lombardi was ridiculously predictable, and that was my biggest biggest issue. So um, again, these plays are safe. Again, that's ultimately all Lombardi did last season. Um, like seeing the other side of the ball, more is finding more comfortable plays to learn and variety of early down menu, which I think is really good because I, I really felt like Joe Lombardi pretty much ran the same plays over and over again. He might do wrinkles. He might flip it. He might do a couple different things, maybe do some motion to sort of potentially, you know, confuse the defense, but man, nothing inventive, nothing interesting and, and nothing to the point where you're like, okay, well, that was, that was great. So let me land my plane here, folks. Um, I already made the prediction. I think Justin Herbert's going to be the MVP this season. I think the reason why he will be is because guess what? We got Kellen Moore. He's going to drive the ball downfield. He's got all the weapons he needs. We got a great running game, plenty of good running backs. Our offensive line is as best, as good as we've ever had. We got more wide receivers than we've ever had. Right. And, and the good news is even if we have some injuries, we got plenty of guys that could step up. Right. So, I think you're going to see a lot of rotation. You're going to see a lot of people getting moved in and out. I think there's going to be a lot of times where Allen and Williams are probably going to sit. If there's any type of injuries, great. Q's going to go out there. I want you to chill. You know, we got a lot of games we're playing this season. So I'm really interested to see how they mix the run in the pass, play action. I think we're going to see a lot of really inventive plays. And again, Kellen Moore was very clear. I want to light up the scoreboard. The thing that I also like about Brandon Staley, Brandon Staley was very clear in all of his press conferences. He does not want to interfere with the offense. The offense is the offense. He wants the offensive coordinator to run it. So, guys, my bold prediction, Justin Herbert, MVP. What do you guys think? Uh, as always, Andrew Bolt Bros. See you guys in the next one.